Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. That man making the, I'm going to say, Ferrari engine on hard tires struggling to not fly off the track is Andrew Berger. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Stateside F1. We are talking Hungarian Grand Prix. Crazy race weekend, and we have a crazy guest to boot. I don't know why I described you that way. You're not crazy at all. You're very, you're a very lovable person yeah. and very normal person. We have with us this week Corey Willis, actor and host of the F1 Files podcast. Check them out on all your podcast apps. Give a big round of applause for Corey Willis. Oh, there it is. There's that that piped in crowd noise like <laughs> the FIA has been doing uh, sneakily at some broadcasts, uh, allegedly, allegedly. How real do we think that is? Uh, I think that they were doing that. They put in a little bit of crowd noise, probably is just like a little bit of a rumble. Sweetener? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that we're getting any like crowds of people that are boom mic'd up by the FIA in some weird rare like warehouse with the acoustics of a grandstand (laughs) to match. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's maybe some sound design under there. And it makes sense Mm. because, you know, coronavirus and everything. And finally this season, it's you have full stands. So sell out crowds, consistent sell out crowds. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, uh, you two. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start with some quality. I got to start with George on pole out of nowhere. Yeah. Not like basically not hitting sectors, but still getting pole phenomenal to watch. An immediate uh, meme meme nod is the uh, George Russell's the type of guy to get pole without setting a purple sector <laughs> is one of the, the funnier memes that I've seen today. Agreed. Uh, and it's true. He did not set a purple sector at all. Uh, on that quality lap, which is bananas. I don't understand how we did that. I'm surprised we didn't give a nod to our boy, Nikki Latifi, mm. the goat. Yeah. For being on pole for Q3. Yeah. For FP3. FP3. For okay. free practice. I, I don't know. Everyone kind of lost their mind about that. And like Twitter went ablaze and a bunch of memes and stuff. It's great. But mm-hmm. literally hours later, he was last in Q1. But he did. He set the the fastest, like third fastest first sector yeah. in in Q1. Uh, that's true. So he, I mean, he did have pace, uh, but maybe that's just because he there was like a very very mighty wind blowing him in the most perfectly uh, downforce. Like uh, with like applying the most perfect amount of downforce. Yeah, uh, the Lord is with him, but the car is not. No, no. I mean, Um, in all honesty, it was probably the other cars were not turned up to max power for quality, but Latifi just got upgrades, didn't he? I was, I thought it was Aston Martin who got some upgrades. Well, they were thinking last week. Yeah, no, it was, it was that uh, Albon was supposed to get upgrades, but then he binned it in quali at some point in time and it like offset the upgrade schedule so then latifi got the upgrades 
And then Albon got the upgrade. So Williams had, they went from like their kind of like not zero pod, but their similar slim side pod design back to like the more normal sculpted uh, downwashed side pod. Uh, but it wasn't like, it's also a Williams, no offense, but like yeah. when they bring upgrades, it's like, okay, great. So are you, who are you beating? <laughs> who are you, who are you beating at the back? Of? That, yeah, that's the thing. Like their upgrades. Well, they have a Mercedes engine, if I remember. So it's really yeah. just their aero that's yeah screwing yeah. them. Because Alex Albon, we know, can win a race. Oh, he can rip it. Yeah, yeah. And it just shows how much it's the car and not the driver. Because George Russell got pole, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And George Russell, former Williams driver. I got to say, my eyes this whole weekend has been on Lando Norris. And I feel like yeah. he was a sleeper. In the race, he wasn't great. I will say he yeah. started phenomenal. I wrote in big caps in my phone, Lando Norris, FTW for the win. Was he fifth? Did he qualify fifth? Where where did he qualify? He's fourth. He qualified he, fourth. He qualified fourth. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Damn. And in, uh, in free practice, he was phenomenal as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is right after uh, some upgrades from McLaren. And this brings me into another point, which breaks my heart to say. <gasps> yeah. But... Daniel Ricardo, I, I can't keep supporting this guy. Really? I love me some Daniel Ricardo. I love some Danny Rick. I love the interaction between him and Lando Norris. They're fun together. They're like brothers. My lord, this this guy is just not improving. And it's it's just sad to watch. And I feel like yeah. I put so much emotional weight on him, be like, I want him to do better, but he's just not there. Yeah. I thought maybe he would move to Aston Martin, but Obviously, that's not happening. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. He's he's the Mark Weber of this era. Just just a guy who was just just so good, but just was missing something. Yeah, he's made some uh, an ill advised career move uh, when he left Renault slash Alpine to come to McLaren. Uh, it was it was maybe not the best best move. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know what his other move was though. Quite frankly. Did he have one? I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think he had one. Corey, I didn't realize Hamilton had a DRS failure. What? Yeah, yeah. So he had like I I went back in on the radio because I have uh I have F one TV. Um, Plus two, buddy boy. Yeah, nice. So how fancy boy, fancy boy. It's so great. It's so great and also so bad because I can then go back and just hop on to every single onboard and listen to the radio uh, of every single person that I want to during any session. (laughs) That's the good. The bad is it is so glitchy and just a horrible app. It's on the web browser. It's bad. I have Roku streaming bar, like a sound bar, but it has like Roku built in. Yeah. You can't pause live. So when you watch it live, you can't pause. Oh, really? You can do it on the the web, but uh, so I have to wait till the race is over because I have a daughter, so I have to pause it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I wait till the race is over and then I watch it and then I'm able to pause. Oh, God, that's a nightmare. I uh, I have huh. it on Amazon uh, through the Amazon Prime, like through Amazon Fire Stick. And that oh. is, I think, the least glitchy version of it. Roku and Prime sponsor us. So <laughs> yes. So whatever. we'll be right back with this short message from <laughs> Amazon. Oh god, they'll pay. Do us you no hate money. unions like us? Yeah, yeah, they'll pay us no money and then <laughs> use our likeness to union bust. Um, yes. 
No, I think it's version two, like the Fire Stick 2 just happens to work kind of perfectly with the F1 TV app for whatever. Or I say perfectly uh, because sometimes it'll just freeze and I'll have to go back to like the load screen and then immediately resume the race. That is so F1 for the best hardware to be a Fire Stick. Uh, Yeah, for it to be Amazon Fire Stick uh, from five years ago. Oh my God. I watch it on my phone and I just learned how to cast it to my computer monitor. Ooh. Oh yeah. I think That's also the maybe the best version is like from a tablet or a phone is casting it, but then you have to have a smart TV. You have to have like a consistent We don't need to, we're nerding about nerding out over like the wrong thing here. Um, Honestly, this is this show. This, this show it. has <laughs> like, we're loosely about formula one. <laughs> <laughs> more about the experience of watching it people because yeah, people yeah. get it yeah i want to mention one quick thing about haas oh yeah k mags yeah. kevin magnuson is the only one who got upgrades no difference between yeah, him and schumacher it was like eight tenths or something like that it was yeah yeah that that does not bode well for haas considering that was their only scheduled upgrade prior to the summer break which I can't imagine that they have like two or three scheduled for after the summer break. Cause that would make no sense to continue to develop your car after the summer break. It's like mm-hmm. the way that teams do that is like, they're like, Oh no, we start focusing on the next year uh, after like basically eh, not right after spa, but more or less after spa, no one really brings serious upgrades to their car, which was why Ferrari caught so much attention last year. When they started, to, when they had that huge upgrade on their uh, on their ECU, um, I think it was ECU and maybe yeah, with their, signs, yeah, yeah, at the end of last year. But Ferrari really, they really need to. Oh, Ferrari's a mess. Um, <laughs> they need to do everything. In everything, anything. yeah. Eventually, every yeah. every conversation is just going to lead to yeah. But at least they're not Ferrari, no matter what. Hamilton's DRS though his ha- uh his DRS it failed and he was already setting uh fast uh faster mini sectors than George was in that first sector uh when George made pole so that failure means that like when they were like yeah Hamilton had pace to be you know right up there in the front row if he had continued with the pace he was setting in those mini sectors in sector 1 prior to that DRS failure he would have beaten George's pole by almost a second. <laughs> so like mm. that is the, the Mercedes is showing so much promise. real raw pace. So qualifying in it, George Russell on pole, Carlos Sainz two, Charles Leclerc three, moving on to the race. Ferrari just, I, I can't support the team. I feel like the team should get less money because Ferrari themselves, <laughs> not only do they get money for being a team, but they also get an additional amount of money for just being Ferrari because yeah. they're such a draw. It's like $600 million per year that they just get for being in F1. Yes. Like, that's it. They just get that money if they enter one team. Well, speaking of winning teams uh max <laughs> killing it yeah getting first with a 360 spin just yeah. losing one spot 
man, yeah. the the quick reaction on him to like hit the throttle to complete that spin. Yeah. To jump back in the race is it, the man is on a different wavelength from reality. He's mm-hmm. Sebastian Vettel 2.0 in my opinion. Yeah, Seb Seb had spins like that that were perfectly caught. Yeah. He just did one recently. Oh, where was it? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it was a str- Baku, I think, right? Yes, yes. Where Seb that did was one a great there? Race. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got knocked off uh, the track and just did a 360, got right back on the track. Incredible. Oh, and also during the the broadcast, I was saying this on uh, my podcast, uh, that Martin Brundle... The F1 Files. Uh, the F1 Files, folks. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> Martin Brundle comes on the <laughs> on the mic and is like, yeah, the real danger here is when you, when you, when you roast your tires like that, when you, when you spin your tires, uh, the problem is you can flash fry the the surface of those tires and that cooks the carcass and that can cause the tire to wear in ways that are, and as he's saying that sentence, Max puts in the (laughs) fastest lap on like tires that he's like, well, that ruined the, oh, well, I guess that's not what happened. That's actually okay uh like it literally it's i love when brundle catches himself in i mean brundle it, is such a joy yeah he's like a little like a little dinner treat yeah he's like yeah. a little piece of chocolate every That's yeah the in the of middle him. of dinner though where you're like yeah I'm just gonna <laughs> in sleep the in. middle of a meal yeah where you're like did you just eat a piece of chocolate and it's like, oh, it's Mark like brundle i did chocolate. i don't know yeah, yeah. so he's uh, not the palate cleanser no. That's Joylin palmer because he just like 100 oh, yeah Joylin palmer is biting the uh lime after the shot yeah. 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 You're just, Ugh. but you want another shot just to wash the lime down. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like, what he is. You didn't have to go so hard, Julian. Uh, every time. He's straight up just like, what is Ferrari doing? Oh, what are they thinking? So brutal. And he's, he's right though. Like, every but, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, and it's, it's kind of funny too, because Julian has like, not a great record as an F1 driver. No, uh, I think two years with uh, yeah, Renault. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I love yeah. when, when, when Seb retired, they asked him on one of the podcasts, they were like, so Jolian, do you, what, what was your like experience with Seb? And he's like, well, to be fair, I was never really racing against him. He was always <laughs> at the front of the grid and I was always at the back. So it's not that he's like a jerk to like everyone else. Uh, he's just like a very matter of factual, like a very British man he's a very totally like to the point um i'm not you just mentioned f1 tv do you watch his classic analysis oh yeah that's where i grew to grew to love to hate jolian as uh (laughs) as (laughs) i only have love for him it's i only have love for him but it's just so stop trying to look like the good guy joe (laughs) no i just i just i no. i maybe i'm the bad guy here because i love how he's just so brutal he's so brutal he's yeah uh, he's not forgiving and there's like like Martin Brundle is someone who you're like, yes, that man, when he calls someone out on their poor sportsmanship or their bad behavior or their 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 green racecraft, you're like, yeah, no, Martin Brundle, world champion. That dude can say whatever he wants, mm-hmm. right? Like for sure. He, no, I don't think he's a world champion. Oh, no, though. no, he's not. He's a Grand Prix winner, not a world champion. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, when when Damon um, uh, when Damon. Say something. It's like yeah, Damon Hill. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, Damon. You can say whatever you want. You know, 
you you can you can rip someone to shreds if you want, but he never does. Uh, but yeah, Martin will be like so harsh with people, but still be forgiving. And it's like, well, he's won Grand Prix. He's competed with Ayrton Senna. Like he's literally driven against the legend. Um, yeah. So he can say what he wants to. But then Jolien's like, yeah, I mean, I saw Seb's like rear wing a couple times and then he'd lap me every once in a while, but I'll still shred I him. I stood next to him at a urinal yeah. once. <laughs> He's just salty, yeah. man. Yeah. Salt. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I guess I would be too if I got like basically burnt out of F1 and then I was like, oh, I'll just be a commentator. Yeah. I don't have anyone to ingratiate myself with. I'm just going to sit behind a desk and maybe interview drivers and roast them to their face. But I, I will say this. His commentary is mostly right. I, I've never disagreed with him. It is that's, always That's right. the thing. It is. Oh, I've, I've that, never. I feel like that's what makes a good commentator. So there yeah. is a good cop, bad cop thing to it, but I enjoy him. He's like, he's probably my favorite commentator. Yeah, I will say mm. I'm going to do a little transition. It, I girl. think we should talk replacements. All right. Big news. Sebastian Vettel retiring from Aston Martin. And then we found out that Fernando Alonso is taking his spot. Mm-hmm. Who is now moving to Alpine? Uh, what's his name? Piastri. Oscar I Piastri. mean, it's yes. going to be Oscar Piastri. Yeah, 100%. He was, he was, I asked the question as if there's yeah. there's multiple answers. Yeah. Uh, Safnauer was like, he has openly said he guaranteed Piastri and uh, a seat next year. Like he was like, I'm keeping you as a junior driver at Alpine, but that doesn't mean like you will have a seat next year. I, I even think Alpine wanted to loan him out for a year just to get him an F1. Yeah. That was the yeah. plan. for 2023. And then maybe he do Williams or somewhere else. And that was then the plan come to, to put him at Williams. But now, now Williams has like, what, what is Williams going to do? Latifi's going to be gone. He has to be. It doesn't matter not, if he's got the money not, at this point. I, I don't. Not this year. No, I. I think Vettel. Twenty twenty three. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think, yeah. Clarify. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think yeah. Vettel retiring gives Latifi one more year. Ooh, you think so? I don't think so. <laughs> he is not. He is not performing at all, and his contract's up. Yeah. Also, I understand your love for Williams. Well, and there's I also it. there's um. They're just Nick, so classic. Nick DeVries. Nick DeVries is uh, the Formula E champion. He just did testing. Uh, uh, I know. I know. Um, uh, <laughs> I have opinions on Formula E. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love I what saw, it does. With, I love how I it's environmental and stuff. But my Lord. Yeah. It's, folks, it's basically F-Zero. It's I real life F-Zero. I wish you folks could have seen what Joe's face did as soon <laughs> as I mentioned uh, not even Nick DeVries' name. I said Nick DeVries, and then I said Formula E, and he slunk down in his seat, threw his head backwards, uh, like uh, like Muppet style, opened his mouth, like, bah! Hey, maybe maybe the audience should vote on a car on their favorite driver, and we should give them some sort of advantage for no reason. Yeah. I hate, oh, I hate that little power strip they have. It's the greatest. Fa- <laughs> like, it's one of the best ways to engage fandom without it, what, being I gross. Fr- is it fan I keep forgetting the name. Yeah, it fan is, boost. It is I fan hate boost. fan I boost so it. much. I don't love it. I hate it, it so much. The thing is, it's more accessible for f- fans of Formula style racing. Yeah. This, yeah. Formula One is just 
it is ridiculous. It was already the of... inaccessible, even when yeah. it wasn't popular. As someone who had to quite literally fly across the world uh, to catch a race, uh, like I, you know what? Then uh, yeah. watch IndyCar. Yeah. Then watch IndyCar. IndyCar How about that? Not if the same. It's 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 so it's American. Not, it's but it's also not as. Technical. But it's inaccessibility. Not yeah. to. Yeah, but right. its inaccessibility is due to the time zones. Yes. No, I'm saying even partially, Formula partially, One yes. when they come to the U.S. Oh yeah, you're not getting in. No. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> no. But you're getting into IndyCar. You're getting into NASCAR. You're getting I into. Go to Formula NASCAR. E. You literally, if I take the wrong turn in Brooklyn, I'm on a Formula E track. So I'm guessing you don't like the uh, street style tracks that they've been building for F1, Joe. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Dude, you hear about Vegas? We talked about Vegas. So they want to turn Vegas into it's a street circuit. Five hours from me. I'm gonna go. I'm uh, gonna you know, go. Totally. It's 100%. it's gonna be a spectacle. It's, it's gonna be a spectacle. But oh. they're turning the Vegas Strip into a DRS zone. Mm-hmm. It's the the all the casinos around are gonna hate it. They're they going already to hate do. it because they of foot do. traffic. Yeah, they already do. That's why they're the doing foot traffic it on alone. They're going to lose. That's why they're doing it on Thanksgiving weekend. It's a weekend. Yeah, that people don't gamble on Thanksgiving. No one Wait, it's goes Thanksgiving there. weekend. It's happening Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, the, and they're doing that because the U.S. population will have nothing to really complain about. The U.S. business owners there will have nothing to complain about because their casinos are usually empty. But now, if Formula One comes, then they're going to be full of European people and people from all over the world. So they've like struck this weird balance where they're just going to do it on Thanksgiving weekend. I can't wait to watch that race. It's going to be so bonkers. Yeah. When you, when you bring up Thanksgiving, my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is like the front, like the morning after, like you get that cold Turkey sandwich with the stuffing and the cranberry sauce on top. <laughs> and um, then you watch American football. Yeah. You, know, racing. you don't even watch, you don't even get to watch like yeah. Canadian football. So like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. All right, we have to start wrapping this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, race results. Verstappen killed it. First, second, Hamilton, yeah. George Russell. Oh, my God, I just want to quickly, quickly bring up that little battle between Lewis and George and laps, uh, what was it, yeah. lap 65? So, yeah, Ooh. Uh, I was They didn't really fight that. it out, but George defended a little they, bit. Yeah. Yeah. There was no race orders or anything. It was like so 66 was through 68, I think, were were the laps that they battled. Yeah. Uh, and the, it was it was a real battle. And it was yeah. that was I think the idea there was why don't we let them race? Because Lewis at this point, and Lewis said this in the post-race, one of the post-race interviews that he did, he was like, I wasn't going after that first stint, I realized I wasn't going to be competing for the win of the race. I did realize. Uh, yeah, like there was just no way he was going to catch up. I think it was seven, but when they ended, he was seven seconds up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I, that's better than what we've seen before. Um, uh, but it was, he, he knew he wasn't going to win the race. And I think Toto and, uh, and, and shove were like, uh, we're all like, well, let's just, they're not going to wreck the cars. They're smart enough. They yes, are under they're control. very cautious. Exactly. They're not Ferraris. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Yeah. They're not in a title fight. So yeah. there's really nothing left to lose. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Like they they're just learning, getting better at their racecraft. Hard tires. Yeah. Why? What was the purpose for Ferrari? Ferrari is the concept album of Formula One this year. Ferrari <laughs> is the Sergeant Peppers of Formula One. 
I, I would love like, to hear this explained. <laughs> but it what but Sgt. Pepper's is appreciated. It's like, like yeah, Pop, Sgt. Like, Pepper's is considered one of the best albums of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, this is not going to be <laughs> one of the best Ferrari seasons of all time. Uh well, all right, j- just hear me. Out. So, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm riding the train. Okay. I got a ticket. Yep. I've yep. stepped on board. Doors closed. All right. Okay. Next stop. All right. So so we're on so the Beatles when they made Sgt. Pepper's, so they made it on a four-track recorder. Mm-hmm. So they, to get all their weird sounds, well, one, they had to like pull the tape through the room just to kind of get weird delay sounds. And they also played stuff backwards. McCartney like John with Lennon did that. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I know all Beatles facts. All McCartney that. had a little pencil and then like would uh, lift it and drop it on the playhead to get weird noises. To get the slap, the weird tape slap thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He would do that, and they would also like what do like slow tape stops. So like, they, like you would physically grab the tape, like the spinning tape, to like essentially you'd break the motor by yeah, doing like it, like slowing the but reel it itself so that the tape slows. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it sounds amazing, yeah. and it was all experimentation, being on drugs. So okay, the Italians <laughs> and Mattia Bonato and fan and and family are just. They're probably like when they get to the race, they're like, all right, yo, like I'm dropping Molly like <laughs> 1 p.m. Race starts at three. Okay. It's going to hit. My beans. I'm dropping my bean so I can. I wish this was true, yeah. but I feel like the reality is they're just bad. Yeah. Dude. They're just dumb think- and they, they focus on the wrong things. And they, and, they, and they, I think they're two in their heads. So for seven didn't undercut, right? Mm-hmm. And it put everybody in the pit. Right. Everybody started right. pitting. And then that's when yeah. Ferrari, I think, threw on their hards. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, let's let's put on hards and we don't have to do another change, uh, uh, tire change again, which they ended up having to do because they Leclerc couldn't drive in the car. They screwed themselves from the jump. They screwed themselves for, with with 10 laps. I feel like Molly would have had them make a better decision. Yeah. I know. So, so that's the thing. So Mattia Bonato is the record producer. So he's <laughs> like George the Jimmy Martin? Page. Okay. No, oh, no, he's like Jimmy okay. Page. Oh, okay, now. jumped to Zeppelin. Okay, yeah, dude, because they, I know in Zeppelin they recorded like to get the drum sounds for uh, for when the levee breaks. They had the drums like on the like on the first floor of some house. And they had the microphones hanging from the ceiling of this like two or three like this giant yeah. house, effectively. Mm-hmm. So that's why it sounds like just so giant yeah. and like it sounds like waves. So. <laughs> But so you know, again, tying this to Ferrari. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does so, this tie to Ferrari now? <laughs> so Mattia, but Mattia Bonato is Jimmy Page and George Martin. Where okay. they're like, oh, this would sound cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he's like, we should put the hard tires on the car. So I'm with you. I, I understand, but uh, but I feel like where your analogy doesn't work is Jimmy Page and George <laughs> Martin ended up making the correct decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. those albums are multi-platinum but, albums, Grammy award-winning albums. Yeah. Ferrari Celebrated. is literally, yeah, yeah. Ferrari, Ferrari is literally like the monkey. Yeah, Ferrari yeah. is Milli Vanilli. So, yeah, or like yeah, just so like something where my 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 pitch here is that uh, Ferrari is uh, the ballad of Pagliacci the clown. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! So where are we going? Okay, so just follow me here. Okay, so um, oh the God. whole story of Pagliacci is like yes. um, uh, this This guy keeps going to his therapist uh, because he's like miserable at work and he's like, I'm miserable. I'm having a terrible time. It's awful. Uh, and the yeah. therapist is like, hey, 
you know what? There's this amazing, um, okay, uh, we're all stressed. Everyone is really stressed in life. Um, what you need to do is you need to go and like live your life and enjoy uh, someone else like performing. Enjoy, go, go out there. There's this amazing performer. Um, uh, he's this clown in town and like it's the most sad and dramatic thing and it's just everything goes wrong for him and people go and laugh and just let free and forget all of their troubles of their week. Uh, and the, the guy goes, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. Mm. So the whole thing here is like Ferrari is the spectacle, right? Everyone wants to see Ferrari. Everyone wants to see it. But like Ferrari is like, yeah, we're like believing our own hype. <laughs> like we're like going to the race and celebrating. Uh, but again, this analogy doesn't work because the clown was was making people feel better and was making people laugh. The clown kills himself. <laughs> so that's that's the story. So it's <laughs> yeah, but much okay. like much like Ferrari. I, is, I'm, you know what? You guys took truck. your turns at an analogy for this. <laughs> I'm going to bring this home. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm bringing this home because we are way over time. Yeah, okay. Right. We said you said let's talk Ferrari. We were already over time, and we went into <laughs> we went into Led Zeppelin. We yes. went into the Beatles. We yeah, went into yeah. a clown that yes. a suicidal clown. Yeah, Luciano Pavarotti this, performs this amazing the the song that you're thinking of yes. when you think of the sad like slow motion pizza commercial. Something falls off, and the person's like, "Oh no!" That song is the ballad of Pagliacci. I'm going to make this simple. Okay. This is going to be a simple analogy. Mm -hmm. Good guy, Joe. That everybody knows. Good Let's guy, go. Joe, here. Let's go. Ferrari is a train wreck. <laughs> everybody enjoys watching a train wreck, but it's a train that's okay. a very expensive, yeah. like, like intercontinental. Like, you know how Lincoln did the Intercontinental Railroad? And he, like, these trains are going to go from east to west. And that's my Lincoln, apparently. I don't, these yeah, trains are going to go from east to west, right? Let's say that train. Mm -hmm. That train's like a monumental, famous train. Painted scarlet red. Yeah, let's paint it red. Yeah. It completely wrecks. Everybody's watching that train. Everybody loves the train mm -hmm. because they're like, this is a historic train, but we're all watching a train wreck. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's simple. That's simple. That's, that's very straightforward. That's easier. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we're going to do a little special eulogy for Sebastian Vettel. <sighs> Early retirement, in my opinion. I would agree. I, honestly, Alonzo should be retiring, not Vettel. Yeah, that would make much more sense. Vettel's a, f I think he has like three kids. He's been married. I think, excuse me, I think his oldest kid is probably about seven or eight. Yeah. And I totally understand the angle he's coming from. And he, his whole career is like, like an up and down, but in different areas. So he started with BMW when he made his debut, moved to Toro Rosso, won at Monza, similar to Pierre Gasly in 2020, I believe. And then he moved to Red Bull and won four championships where in one of the races, he had a multi-21 Mm -hmm. There's an incident where it's called multi twenty one, where they told where which essentially meant Vettel to hold position in P two, so his teammate Mark Weber could win his final F one race. Mm -hmm. It's the the team orders team orders thing. It's like what team orders is in reference to usually. Now, yes, 
and Vettel didn't follow them and he passed Mark Webber and that just was a bit of a train wreck. So from there, Vettel kind of became some level of a bad guy because he was just so dominant, so amazing. Everyone was, I think he had a seven race win streak. He was hated too. Yeah. He was because he was, he was, I mean, he's just a super uber obnoxiously focused guy. Mm -hmm. And when someone's so good for so long, you get, you get over it. And the thing is, Sebastian Vettel, he's not like Lewis Hamilton where he's, an icon in fat. He's a fashion icon. He, right. So yeah, but Sebastian Vettel's like so focused on F1, very similar to Michael Schumacher, who is his mentor. I'll just add in real fast. But, but then once Sebastian left Red Bull, I don't really understand why, you know, he had the dream of winning with Ferrari. He was close. And then, Ferrari bagged him and he moved to Aston Martin. And then that's kind of, I think, where he started to, you know, open his eyes to a world outside of F1, where he started to promote caring about the environment, about women's rights in, var- in multiple different countries and, or, and equal rights, equal love, and all these very important causes that I really enjoyed seeing in F1. While still having a little bit of that Vettel like bad boyness. Yeah. Like, didn't the head of F1 say, uh, like we shouldn't be riding around in like rainbow bikes. And then like, he like got a rainbow bike or something. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's a troll. Amazing. He's a troll. He's like yes. the perfect troll in F1. He's our troll. Yeah. Yeah. But like, as someone who hated him, despite like fully despised that dude, uh, while I was like really finding my fandom, he was dominating uh, the sport. And I went to a couple of races in Canada and the first couple of races I went to, uh, or not the first couple, but the, the first race I went to was the Jensen Button uh, epic comeback of 2011. Um, but then I, I got to go to uh, a couple other races and he was quite literally being like booed. Um, because he would win races by a minute. It would be like on the first lap, he would be leading by like seven to eight seconds. Like it was wild. I went, we would sit at the hairpin at Canada. And like, by the time the cars got around, like he'd come around and then there'd be like five, six, seven, eight seconds before the next car would come down that, uh, down to enter that corner. And it was just so deflating as a fan to be like, I watched, I watched all weekend. And now it's like, well, that dude's going to win that dude on the first lap. Not even a minute has gone by. That guy is going to win the race. And now we just get to hopefully watch something else happen. But it was wow. Max is slowly turning into that. He is, but at least he's doing three sixties to win the race. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's he's very enjoyable to he's, watch. He's not speed. And he doesn't always these. he doesn't always qualify in pole too. So you're actually seeing him battle up to the right, uh, like, up to the front. I was thinking today, it's like Max is like he's speed running, 
like Vettel would speed run these these Grand Prix. Uh, Max is like 100%ing these Grand Prix. He's having like <laughs> blown pit stops. He's having failures yeah. in his clutch in the first few laps. He's having like damn near like he's, he's also playing the DLC. Yeah, yeah. And then like ripping ripping 360 donuts in <laughs> while leading the Grand Prix to lose it to then overtake his main rival and embarrass him uh, so hard that he doesn't even podium. Like it's like... <laughs> This yeah. dude is winning races in ways that, like, I'll watch him be four-time world champion and not, like, despise him the way that yeah. I despise Sebastian's rise. Even though now I'm even more like, hey, Max's first championship was a little, like, eesh. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, 100%. Ooh, oh, boy, does he deserve it this year. <laughs> and going forward, if he's doing 360s, uh, Our eulogy for Sebastian Vettel turned into, turned into a. <laughs> I was talking about a how Max, great Max Verstappen is. A Max appreciation yeah, yeah. post. Uh, <laughs> as someone who's not a Max Verstappen fan by any stretch, same, uh, same. of the imagination, uh, it's he's brilliant. It's so fun to watch him race. All right, let's wrap <laughs> this one up. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1 and TikTok at Stateside F1 Podcast. Feel free to message us, DM us, memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will follow you back. Big thank you to our guest today, Corey Willis, actor and host of the F1 Files podcast. Check them out on all your podcast apps as well. And follow them on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff at BurnCoreyBurn. Also, shout out to Kitman Motors for all your Porsche kit car content. Check them out on Instagram at KitmanMotors1. See you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.